The new 1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance and the USA Wealth Group. Get your finances in order. Money Wise starts now. And good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. It is a Sunday morning. It's a good Sunday morning in America, and that means it's time for Money Wise. And good morning to Pete Lance. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Still hard to say Pete Lance. My name is Ray Lance. I'm happy to be with you every Sunday morning on MoneyWise, brought to you by USA Wealth Group every Sunday. We are located at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth, and we're happy to talk to you about things that might make a difference in your financial life, which is the main focus of our show. Our goal is simply to show you how you can protect your money and how you can protect your family and your dogs and your cats, right? Have to protect your family, and that includes your dogs and cats. Well, I'm going to tell you some. So, I have a question before you go in to anything. Did your parents call you Ray or Raymond? It's a name, it's a different name entirely. I don't think I want to use it on the air. It's a different B word. It's a word that is. No, I was a junior, so they didn't call me Ray. When I was 12 years old, I said, Please don't call me Butch anymore. I'd like to be called Ray. So then from that day on, all my relatives started calling me Ray. Gotcha. So, thank oh, you for asking. I knew you asking. had that nickname when you were a kid. I just didn't know what it was when you were an adult. No, it would be like calling somebody Junior, you know, or something like that. I'd like to say a good morning this morning to Germana Farias. Good morning, Germana. Good morning. Thanks for having me. And we're going to have you talk even louder today. So we're happy to have you here. Germana is an employee at Lance Family Insurance Agency, and Peter is also the manager at Lance Family Insurance Agency. But actually, Germana is really much more the manager than you are, isn't she? Germana, is, uh, her title is office manager. And uh, you bring to the agency a great deal of experience, decades of experience, as a matter of fact, like 26 or 28 years? 31, I think, right? 31, yes. 31, that's three decades. Holy cow. But you look so young, Germana. I wouldn't have thought that you've been working for 31 years. Holy cow. Thank you. You must have started when you were 10. <laughs> but anyway, Lance Family Insurance Agency. Peter, you're located where? 352 Fonts Corner Road. The uh, office number for Lance Family Insurance Agency is 774-992-8126. I also have my cell phone on my business cards for those who become clients. I don't want to give that out over the air, but um, I do have it on my business card for those who need to reach me after hours or on the weekend if they have any questions about something that might have happened to them or their car or home over the weekend. So, Jermina, what kind of things do you insure in general? We insure homes, we insure autos, we have umbrellas, and we also touched on commercial insurance as well. You insure umbrellas? Can I insure my umbrella? How much is my umbrella worth? <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> it's covered if it's under your homeowners. Oh, I see. No, oh. what you mean, what you're talking about actually is, and I'm sorry I'm making a joke, is um, umbrella insurance. Absolutely, yes. You know, my personal philosophy, and I've always told everybody this, anybody who has a home should absolutely have an umbrella coverage rider. And it's very inexpensive. I have one, um, you know, for my wife and I, and it's very inexpensive for a million dollars worth of coverage. So let's explain what an umbrella coverage policy means. What does it cover? What does an umbrella do? 
an umbrella policy does after you exhaust your limits on your auto and your homeowners, what it does is it'll pick up the difference. Umbrella policy is also good for parents that have young children that are driving. You also, you add them onto the policy, if something happens, the umbrella policy will also provide coverage. So in other words, if you want to have a $1 million umbrella liability policy, and it's for liability insurance in case you get sued, what it does is it picks up the difference between your normal underlying coverages. So if you have a, a house and you've got a car, you, you might have 100, 300 insurance coverage, and it'll pick up the difference from that limit all the way up to the million dollars. And why is that important today, Pete? Well, because everybody likes to sue nowadays. Exactly. Everybody. There's a lot of people, I mean, there's, you see specials on it all the time on the news, uh, about insurance fraud and how many people want to just make a quick buck and not have to work. Yeah, so somebody hit you in the back, you normally would think that, well, maybe they're liable because they hit you and you were stopped. But then they say, well, gee, you stopped too quickly. I'm going to go ahead and file a lawsuit against you. You caused the accident. Actually, one of the biggest uh, places in the world where it's a massive problem is uh, Moscow and Russia. And uh, everybody has uh, video camera systems on their dashboards now. And if you go online and you see insurance fraud, if you uh, type in insurance fraud into YouTube, mm -hmm. you'll see hundreds and thousands of videos of people posting, you know, where somebody walks out into the street and throws themselves onto a car, um, trying to make it seem like the car hit them. And well, it's it's really a big issue. Well, I remember for a while, too, there was some articles in the paper talking about cars that would purposely drive in front of a semi-trailer truck and then stop quickly so they'd be hit by the trailer truck and then they could sue the, the company that owned the truck. Yeah, it, it, there's tons and tons and tons of different types of insurance fraud. There was just a, a news report that I actually had to watch as part of my ongoing um, training. It's called Continuing Education. And mm -hmm. um, one of it was about a 10-minute news segment where they went in-depth and they found out that these people, they stage accidents. They go and they take one car and somebody else has a, another car. Then they're not even one car isn't even moving, and they bump just very slightly, five or ten miles an hour. And just that can cause you know several thousand dollars worth of damage to both vehicles. And then they claim they have neck injuries and have fake chiropractor reports because a lot of people are in on these insurance scams. Um, not just the ones who are staging the accidents, but they also have medical professionals, um, you know, that will write false reports saying that this person went and saw them so many times and uh, write up false bills. And so it's a really, it's a major issue. There's, there's uh, actually a task force that all they do is investigate insurance scams and insurance fraud. Well, it's a dangerous game of chicken, especially if you're trying to do it with a tractor trailer truck, isn't it? Sure. You could end up getting really severely injured and killed. One important thing that we really never mention on the radio, and we need to remember to try to do that uh, more often, is uh, Germana speaks fluent um, Portuguese, and Ashley at our office as well uh, speaks not quite as fluent, but she speaks very well Portuguese as well. Hmm. And when I was younger, I used to speak Latin pretty fluently. Yeah, that's not a story for the radio either. Okay. Well, <laughs> let me just give one other little quick message about Lance Family Insurance Agency. You're located at 352 Fonts Corner Road. You do typical car insurance and homeowner's insurance. But how about renters? You also do renter policies, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. And you'd be surprised how many people don't have renters policies. There are so many people that rent a condo, an apartment, even a house, and don't realize that their contents, their own personal belongings will not be covered 
for any reason, any circumstance, if the house burns down, if there's a flood, uh, if you have somebody who comes in and, and steals everything, uh, unless you have your own renter's policy. And they usually start, you know, 80 bucks, 100 bucks a year. Um, That's cheap. You know, eight or 10 bucks a month. I think the highest I've ever seen somebody go was like $17 a month, and that provided quite a bit of coverage. Mm. So, Germana, do you help people with uh, renter's policy sometimes? Yes, I do. It's a very, like Peter said, it's a very inexpensive coverage, and, and it's worth it. Everybody should have it. If you have, if you live in a, a six-family house and you're a tenant and there's a fire and you've lost all your belongings, think of what it's going to cost you to replace those things. This was many, many years ago, and I think I've talked about this on the radio before. It was before um, we were even considering doing property and casualty insurance, which includes uh, renter's insurance. But um, my wife came home from work one day, and we were renting a house in a fairly nice area. And uh, the front door was open, and uh, she got scared, and she came back outside and called me. And I told her to wait in the car, and we called the police, and I raced home. And... Um, we quickly went through and found out that somebody must have probably spent only 10 or 15 minutes and ran through our entire house and stole everything that they could grab quickly. And it was really such a, a terrible feeling. They actually took the pillowcases off of our pillows and shoved my watches and oh, some okay. of my wife's jewelry, um, all of my boys' uh, video games and video game consoles, anything that they could sell quickly and that you know didn't have... Um, serial numbers on them or stuff that they could sell that had serial numbers on them but um, did you ever recover any of that didn't no and we were told by the police that it was going to be almost impossible to ever get it again mm. i had it happen to me once i had a small house um near buttonwood park and um i had the same thing i came home my door was ajar i had a bicycle taken the interesting thing is they had a couple of lottery tickets i had a couple of lottery tickets that you know, scratch tickets, and I had signed the back of the ticket when you had to do that at that point. And somebody actually went and cashed in a ticket with my name on the back of it, hmm. and they got caught and they were prosecuted. Good, good. So, but tenant insurance, renters insurance is critically important. So, folks, give them a call and they can help you with um, motorcycles, condo insurance, rental insurance, flood insurance. Now, our special topic today is to talk about storms and we're talking about the remaining portion of our best money moves and our topic today is really protect your family from disasters so part of it has to do with making sure you have insurance in place but also we're going to give you some practical tips this morning about just how to protect yourself from weather related events in particular and this is the last part of our best money move series uh, we have done gosh, probably seven or eight at least uh, over the course of the last six to nine months. And if you would like, as always, um, I, I like to mention that the shows are available to you both online on our website for you to uh, listen to um, online, or we can get you a hard copy of every show. Uh, if you would like on a CD, we can mail that out to you, or you can stop by our office and get a copy. You just need to notify us in advance. Yep. The other important thing to uh, remind folks, Peter, is that we also have um, a goodly number of reports that we can provide for people. Good information you can read at your convenience. They're free. There isn't any obligation. We have the Baby Boomer's Guide to Social Security, the Baby Boomer's Guide to IRA Planning, uh, Savvy Parents Guide to Cutting College Costs, which is a very big problem today. 
and uh, a lot of other things that we can provide that we'll talk about. So why are we concerned about the weather this time of year, Germana? Hurricane season. Hurricane season. We haven't had a really good hurricane here for a long time, have we? Not a really good one. I, th- I think the last one that I can really remember that was, was it Bob? Bob. When I was in high school? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was well over 20 years ago. Um, the last hurricane that we had that caused any kind of major damage was, what, 2010, 2011, somewhere around there? Probably, but think about New Orleans being devastated by Hurricane Katrina. Uh, New York City and New Jersey got hit really hard by Hurricane Sandy just a few years ago. And literally, those hurricanes caused billions of dollars of damage. So how do we protect ourselves in general from disasters. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about the weather today because, as Peter said, starting June 1st, we are now in the midst of hurricane season. So first, I have to give you a quotation from George Carlin. I actually like him, so this is one I'm looking forward to. Weather forecast for tonight, dark. You like that? (laughs) There's a a 100% chance of it being dark out tonight, yes. Well, let's talk about... Uh, I wonder how many people think about having a checklist for hurricanes. So that's something else we're happy to provide you. And you know what? It doesn't cost anything except a phone call to the office. Give us a call at USA Wealth Group, 508-998-8858. Or you can swing by. Um, A little bit of notice is usually helpful. 352 Fonts Corner Road. We've got a complete, very detailed hurricane checklist. And you never know when it's going to happen. Usually we get a few days' notice, but not a lot. Well, that's what I was just going to uh, say is that usually with hurricanes, you get at least a few days' notice, um, if not a full week, to sort of think, hey, this might come and hit us. Um, but, you know, it's not just hurricanes. There's tornadoes as well. Most people like to think that tornadoes are only across, you know, um, the south and the Bible Belt area. But we have had some uh, tornadoes, especially of late, in uh, tornado warnings, and if they're not even tornado um, classified storms, pretty severe storms that can take down trees, that can fall on houses. Um, just this past week, there were tornado, tornado warnings and some large trees falling on homes. There were, I think, uh, 20,000 people in New Hampshire without power because of these you know, strong storms. So you really do need to create a checklist for yourself and your family. So let's talk about some of these things. And what if you have children? What if you have children in the family? Do you have some kind of an emergency plan? Have you ever sat down with your kids, for example, and said, we have a little emergency plan. Maybe you even have something that's one page written out. And practice it, rehearse it. Most parents say, don't talk to strangers. If somebody stops a car near you, run the other direction, call the police, you know, things of that nature. But what about protecting from disaster? What if it suddenly starts to hail and there's nasty weather? You want to get shelter right away. But have an emergency plan and have safe spots in your home where you can meet. So think about that. If one of these you know, tornado warnings pops up and maybe not even a tornado but just a really severe storm comes. Severe thunderstorm warning, sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're at work, and maybe you have older children, and they're mature and old enough to be at home. Um, my oldest certainly is uh, a lot of the time. You know, is there a safe spot for him in the house? And yes, there is when we've told him where that is. Um, but have you done the same? And, and this checklist that we have for you will walk you through step by step. Um, if you're at your place of business, and how are you going to get home in time if something pops up quickly to make sure that your kids are protected? Well, let me describe an incident. 
It was when we were living on Gulf Road many years ago, and you were in school, and Catherine was still in school, your sister. And the electric company was in the process of changing out ground wires, and they were doing something to change the poles, but they had a lot of -of out-of-state crews as well. And I remember Catherine called from the office, and she said, I was starting to vacuum in the living room, and the vacuum felt funny like it was buzzing. And I said, put the vacuum down, don't touch it, get out of the house. I remember that actually very clearly. I'll be right home. And I came home. And what the electric company had done in changing these wires around is they had taken a live, what is it, 220-volt line and and attached it it into the ground. To the ground. And it was, if if we had went to go turn on the water, I remember, and we would have been electrocuted instantly. Well, that was certainly a danger. But what it did is actually a number of the wires in the basement that crossed across the beams, it had black insulation and... The current was so hot coming into the house that it actually melted the insulation and it was dripping like liquid tar onto little pools on the floor. And um, I remember I called my brother because my brother was working for the electric company in Worcester and he came racing down as well. And it was a very interesting event. Uh, They had connected the wrong high voltage 220 line before it got, you know, kicked down to 110 onto the ground line. And they fried one television set, a stereo set. Uh, We had an old-fashioned fuse box at the time. And um, the wiring inspector from Dartmouth came out and did a really good job. The electric company never admitted they had done anything wrong. But they did replace the various appliances that had burned out. Um, The wiring inspector said, after they did that to the power, there's no way I'm going to allow this house to be used on a fuse box again. So the electric company is going to pay to put in a circuit breaker panel. So they put a new circuit breaker panel. But they never admitted that they had done anything wrong. It was very frustrating at the time. Yeah, I was quite young, but I do remember that. But things happen. Teach your kids, if something like that happens, get out of the house. If you have a fire, do they know how to get out of the house? Do you keep a fire extinguisher in your house? Have you ever shown kids how to use it? But show the family how to turn off water, how to turn off gas and electric. Um, what if they're not? What if you're in different locations? Do you have a meeting place where you could meet up if necessary? And I'm talking about if something really serious happened. How about a safe place inside the house? What do you think is the safest place to be in the house if you had a nasty storm coming, Pete? Well, most people would assume that it's the basement. So right, and you know that goes right back to the Wizard of Oz where. They all go and they hide in the storm cellar. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, no, but these are very important things. They're important things to teach your kids. What if you what if you live in an apartment and you don't have a basement or if you live in a house without a basement? And by the way, basements are much more common in the Northeast than in other parts of the country. Um, another good place to meet is or, or to get yourself protected is go into the bathroom if you have a bathtub and get into the bathtub because it's usually a metal structure, it's going to be safer. Cover yourself with something if you can. You're going to be safer from falling objects and things of that nature. Um, Communications. Communications is very important also. Um, I know you have a system on your phone where you can, you've got your family network so you can figure out where everybody is. Yeah, but it you know, it works great. It's a, a free app. I have no affiliation with it. And I'll, so I'll just tell you what it is. It's called Life360. And uh, we've been using it for close to a year now. And it's really amazing technology. It shows you right down to 
within five or ten feet where every single person in your family is, um, but it's safe. It's only your family. You have a unique activation code for each person in the family. Um, and again, it tracks everybody right down to exactly where they are. Uh, it alerts you on your phone as soon as someone has left the house. And um, it, it even goes into much more detail than that. It tells you how fast they're driving and everything else. So it's, it's a great app, but what happens if there's a severe storm and the power goes down, the network is down, um, you know, you need something else to back up. Um, you know, a contingency plan other than technology all the time. The important thing is that every family should have a contingency plan, an emergency plan. Where do you meet if you're scattered in different locations? Where do you get together? Because what if you have no communications? Another thing, and again, all of this is in our uh, hurricane-prepared checklist that we can get to. Uh, Over the winter, over this past winter, we lost power, I think, twice with some of the severe um, snowstorms that we had. And uh, I think one of them, it was an accident. Somebody hit a telephone pole and, you know, went off the road and hit the pole during a snowstorm. But we were without power, and we usually keep a lot of flashlights on hand and candles and everything else. But everybody relies on cell phones nowadays, so we have about uh, half a dozen of those battery backup um, little battery chargers. Yeah, yeah, and they're very inexpensive, and they work well. They'll charge each phone if it's completely dead all the way up to uh, 100% at least one time. And, again, they're really inexpensive. So we have a half a dozen. And um, when we were about to get that snowstorm, I told my wife, let's plug these in all around you know, different outlets and make sure that they're all fully charged. So that way if we do lose power, which we did later that day, uh, we have something to charge our cell phones. So the suggestion to everybody is don't just have little things like that that you're doing. Have a complete checklist. And we're happy to provide a checklist. Give us a call at USA Wealth Group, 508-998-8858. We're more than happy to send you this checklist. It's very thorough and very detailed. You know, uh, Germana, do you ever wonder why people flock to the gas stations and you see long gas lines when there's bad weather predicted, snowstorms, hurricanes, and so forth? You ever wonder about that? Yes, I do. It's because gas stations can lose power. And even this past winter, we had some of the snowstorm events. I know we had parts of Westport that were without power for an entire week. And there were a lot of places around here that had no power. So one of the things you want to do, obviously, is go out and get your cars filled up with gas right away. And don't wait until the last minute, because then you'll be sitting in long lines. In case the gas stations go down, the power goes down. Well, one of the things with these, you know, again, it's, it's a totally different story with these pop-up thunderstorms and, and tornado warnings, uh, is everybody goes out the day of the storm, whether it's, you know, a hurricane or a, a snowstorm, and they go out and they get gas that day, and they go out and they get bread and milk that day, and it's like, I, I just never understand why people don't go out the day before or two days before and not try to, everybody, do it all at once. <laughs> Well, because everybody's concerned. They're concerned at the last minute that, gee, what if the stores are going to be closed? What if we can't get out? What if the snow's too deep? And so forth. We have been lucky in not having a hurricane for a long time, and hopefully it doesn't happen for a long time again. But um, there's a gentleman named Ralph uh, Fiennes, a movie actor. He said, Fiennes. Fiennes, okay. I, I like him, by the way. Um, there is no bad weather, only inappropriate clothing. Okay. Or sometimes I tell your kids, I said, don't worry about the rain. Nobody ever melted from the rain. The Wicked Witch did. That's true. 
And she said, I'm melting, I'm melting. Well, I'll give you some better quotations in a few minutes, but we want you to have a checklist. We want you to be protected. We want your family to be protected. And we want to do that partly through insurance products as well. You should have, um, if you have a home, you should have a homeowner's insurance policy. You'd be surprised. We we do run into people uh, several times a year. Their home is paid off and they have no home, homeowner's uh, policy on their house. So they're self-insured then, aren't they? Yeah. It's, it's Any kind of disaster and they could lose everything. So is one of the things that you do in your office at Lance Family Insurance Agency, do you Offer to sit down and just review a policy with somebody? Yeah, always. And there's never any obligation. There's never any pressure. If you know we can do something for you and save money, uh, then you know we'll do that. If it's something that you want to do and it sort of makes sense if you save money that you would switch it. Um, and we do apples to apples uh, coverage. Uh, we don't ever try to reduce coverage or increase a deductible to say that we saved you money. Uh, we would never do that, never feel comfortable doing that. But you um, want to make sure people have proper coverage too, Germana, right? That's that's really important to do. Absolutely. And a lot of people don't have adequate coverage. So does it cost any money to review a policy, Germana? No, no obligation. Okay. And one thing that we still haven't figured out how we're going to uh, utilize is there's a a fairly, and I, I'm not sure if I mentioned this or not on the air, there's a, a, a fairly reputable, um, or very reputable, I should say, um, car dealer and repair shop in the area, and he said that he will no longer work with the internet-based insurance companies, including the main one that you see all over the um, airways and, and TV. You mean the one with the little frog? Well, something like that, um, because... He has to chase parts all over the country that they require him to find cheap parts that are not uh, necessarily uh, OEM from the manufacturer. Original equipment manufacturer. Yep, and will also only allow him to charge a certain amount, which is much lower than his normal rate. So he now said that going forward, he will no longer accept any claims from any of these Internet-based companies unless the client agrees to pay for the additional costs. Well, let's pick that thought up just quickly right after a short break we're going to take. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about how to prepare yourself for uh, uh, disasters, uh, how to get proper checklists, how to make sure you're covered for your family. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be right back. And welcome back to MoneyWise, ladies and gentlemen. We're thrilled to be with you every Sunday morning. We're talking this morning about protecting your family from disasters, and it's closer than you think in many cases. We're here this morning with Germana Farias and Peter Lance from Lance Family Insurance Agency. And welcome back, lady and gent. Welcome back. Good morning. Good morning, Germana. Good morning. You know, it is important to prepare. It's important to prepare for disasters. So one of my favorite quoting people of all times is Benjamin Franklin. He said, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. That's a very popular, very famous quote. Well, let me tell you what happened to me when I was nine years old. I was in the largest tornado ever to hit the state of Massachusetts. It swept through Worcester County. There were, I think, 96 people killed. Uh, biggest tornado, I think, ever to hit New England. And I was outside playing with my sister, who was a year older than me, and my brother, who was four years younger than me. We were playing outside, and the sky got really green. There were no warnings back then. There was no announcements that there's been tornado warnings or tornado sightings. There was nothing like that. 
But the sky got very green and deathly still, like not a breath in the air. And all of a sudden, hail just pelted down on us. So because of the hail, we ran inside. And I can remember every single detail of that day vividly. And think about that in the age of your own children, Peter. Sure. And um, we had a, a brick enclosure with metal trash cans inside of it. And by the time I reached the doorway, the trash cans had been sucked out on, up into the air. And we were running upstairs. We lived in public housing at the time in Great Brook Valley in Worcester. And we had a babysitter. My mother was working. And the babysitter was screaming for us to get inside. I remember going up three flights of stairs because her apartment was on the third floor. And I remember in the hallway, I was trying to close the window because it started to rain. I was going to close the window down. So the babysitter was yelling, Butch, Butch, get in. No, that's not necessary. <laughs> she was yelling, young man, young man, young gentleman, get in. But I tried to close the window, and I couldn't because the air pressure was so great. And I saw a car literally go by the third-story window. And think of that, you know, nine years old. And so I abandoned the effort to try to close the window, ran inside, and the window just totally blew out and shattered. And then we all got behind the couch. So talk about getting in a safe place. She had us all behind the couch just pure instinct. She had her own children, the three of us, and she was saying the rosary over and over again. And it sounded like the loudest freight train you ever heard in your life. Mm -hmm. So disasters happen. It's you know every element of that sticks in my brain even today. I'm sure. And you said that back then, of course, there were no warnings. There were no you know air sirens that could alert people. There were. Uh, certainly no emergency broadcast alerts on television and obviously not on cell phones, but that is one thing that we do have nowadays. Uh, I know that with my cell phone, every time we're about to get a, a major thunderstorm warning, I'll get a, a alert that sounds much louder than any other notification that I receive on my phone. Sure. And, of yeah, course, cell phone notices the today. emergency broadcast um, uh, will alert across your television if you happen to be watching TV. But we talked to the first half of the show about safe places to... Um, Go and try to protect yourself in case of a storm in bathtubs uh, or basements, certainly. A car, not unless you are far away from any buildings. You don't want to just be in a car, especially if you're up against trees or something. Right. Well, at that tornado event, just to finish a little bit, um, we were in an apartment. Our apartment was on the second floor, and basically we lost everything that we owned uh, because all the glass shattered and was... Uh, impregnated into the, all the sofas and everything else. Everything had to be thrown away. Yeah. And it was so severe that across the street, uh, the whole exterior wall of a three-story brick building was stripped away and everything had been sucked out. It was like looking into the back of a dollhouse. Hmm. But we had no insurance. The Red Cross actually helped us a lot. But what we want you to do today, ladies and gentlemen, is to get prepared, prepare for emergencies, Certainly have a renter's policy, right, Germana? Absolutely, and also just to let you know, a renter's policy also provides some liability coverage as well. But how do we prove what we own, Germana? What's the best thing to do? Take inventory. Um, take photos. Um, now, nowadays, with everybody's cell phones, um, take pictures of your belongings or the, the rooms of your house, transfer it to your computer, um, transfer that onto a scan disk, you know, put it in a safe place. Don't keep it in the same house, in other words. Absolutely, yeah, away back, from the home. But if you have a photo backup and if you have an inventory list, 
um, and then you have a loss, you have a fire, something like that. Now you can prove what you owned, right? Absolutely. And I, I, I would think that would be important to be able to make a proper claim to the insurance company, wouldn't it? And that's something that everyone should do um, right now. Uh, as soon as this radio program is over, you should go and uh, if you have a renter's policy or you have a homeowner's policy, take your cell phone and go around and take pictures of everything that is important and valuable to you. If there is a serial number, then you can take a picture of the back of that um, electronic device if it has a serial number on it. Uh, back before cell phones, I used to go around and videotape uh, with an old video camera, everything, and I would keep the, the sure. tape at the office away from the house. Now with cell phones, you can take a video of the entire um, house, apartment, whatever, walk around and instantly, um, if you have any type of Google or anything else, uh, if you have an iPhone, it's going to be automatically stored up in the cloud. Uh, if you don't know what the cloud is, it's uh, basically digital storage uh, that almost everybody has nowadays. It'll or be you could just there. email it to somebody. Yep. So, um, yeah, it doesn't take long to take a, a cell phone video. So do something, make an inventory, and pr probably the easiest way to do it is with a video on your camera or, or on your cell phone. And you can be talking as you're doing it. You can be describing what the items are, can't you? That would be handy. Yeah, and, and we, again, talked about a renter's policy and the fact that I did not have one. This is going back many years, and we were robbed. Uh, mostly, unfortunately, lost a lot of my uh, boys' uh, belongings, which was really... Uh, it really angered me, really felt violated and angered me. Um, my daughter was not anywhere around yet, but uh, it, the situation is even more grave now than it was back then. The police at the time thought that it was probably um, somebody who needed money for drugs, and that problem is much more severe nowadays with the opio opioid crisis. So we, we all know about the opioid crisis, Pete. Um, seems to me that's probably another really strong reason to make sure you have coverage, insurance coverage today, right? A lot more break-ins because people are desperate for, um, you know, getting their, their drugs with this opioid crisis, unfortunately. Well, for example, you live in Dartmouth. Is, is it a serious problem in Dartmouth? It's a serious problem everywhere, and you wouldn't think it would be in, you know, quaint little Dartmouth, but uh, it, there's about five overdoses a day from what I'm uh, hearing. Holy cow. Five overdoses a day in Dartmouth. Uh, last month in Fall River, I forgot the amount of overdoses. It was well into the hundreds, uh, and there were 25 fatal overdoses in um, Fall River last month. That's incredible. But the other side of that story, obviously, is those people who have addictions are trying to feed their addiction, aren't they? Yeah. And so they do that by breaking into houses sometimes. Yeah. So carry insurance, carry insurance. Well, we're talking about bad weather, and if we're talking about bad weather, you want to have a pre-storm money checklist as well. Um, most people live paycheck to paycheck and don't have a lot of extra money, but do you have any kind of a place you could store a little bit of cash? Uh, especially if you know that bad weather is coming, maybe that's the time when you go to the ATM and take some money out. Uh, do you keep an emergency contact list of... Uh, doctors, lawyers, financial advisors, insurance agents, um, especially your insurance agent, right, Germana? Yes. You always want to have them right at the top of your list. Well, there's a, again, we have this, it's a very, very well detailed hurricane prepared checklist 
checklist and that's absolutely one of the things that they recommend on here is to have a small box with you know important ID important medical information and cash because if the power is going to be out uh, and out for any length of time if you are out of any kind of supplies that you had not stocked up on you're not going to be able to go to your local Cumberland Farms um, and you know swipe your debit card you know I was just thinking of the example Pete of what's happened in Hawaii with the volcanoes erupting and some of those folks they just had hours because all of a sudden the lava stream shifted in a different direction and they were told you must get out mandatory evacuation if you don't think and plan ahead of time you don't have time to grab you know important things or keys what if you have a safety deposit box and you keep the key in a secret place um, you need to be able to have those kinds of things ready I know you have a couple of friends that think about what if there's an emergency that's going to last for a long time and they have special bags put together. What do they call it? A bug out bag or something? Bug out bag. That's a little bit different, isn't it? Yeah, those are, you know, people who are what they're called preppers or, you know, the SHTF people <laughs> can sort of try to figure out what that means. But there are magazines dedicated just to that that come out monthly. I've seen them. Um, you know, American Survivor, uh, Prep. Preppers Network, and I don't know what they're called. I go to the magazine store in Pope's Island. I like the place. But um, those are people who think that, you know, a major uh, nuclear war or something's going to happen and they're going to have to go and live off of um, nothing but what they have in their bug out bag for okay. months at a time. So that's a little bit different than what we're talking about. But look what happened in New Orleans. Look what happened in Puerto Rico with the major hurricanes that hit. You really can't count on the government coming in necessarily and bailing you out and taking care of you, can you? Well, literally bailing you out. I don't know what you do in a situation like that. I mean, even if you're one of these people who does really prepare for a long-term survival kind of thing, you know, where do you go with all that water? Well, what if you have old pictures, old photos and, and negatives and stuff? Are they scattered in different places in your house? Are they in something that's really quick and portable? If you wanted to grab and take it out with you, you could do that? No, I don't think anybody, you know, well, I would think that 1% of the population or less has everything down that uh, detailed. But the starting point is to have a checklist and make a list. Yep. And give us a call at 508-998-8858, and we can be... Uh, we're more than thrilled to provide the list. I like, I like good weather, though. Do you? Do you like good weather instead of bad weather? I, I like both, and I mean that quite sincerely. I like a good snowstorm where you feel like you're sort of bundled up inside, and I like a good thunderstorm and, and watch it come rolling through. Hmm. Well, here's a quote from uh, Rob Gronkowski. I like anywhere with a beach. A beach in warm weather is all I really need. Yeah, I think that that's probably very very accurate for him. <laughs> um, all right, so make sure you have an inventory. Make sure you have a photo inventory. And make sure you have insurance. So if you have a hurricane, uh, Peter and uh, Germana, are you typically going to be protected? Do you have to have special wind coverage or is wind coverage part of – I mean, a hurricane is an unusual event. Do you have? To, I guess you should look at your homeowner's policy and make sure you do have wind coverage on it, right? That's correct. And also, um, if it's a hurricane, most homeowners do not um, – like they do not cover hurricanes, you'd have to have flood insurance. There's something called a named storm. Right. And that's um, something that's important to know about your policy or not, whether it covers a named storm. 
I wonder, we must have names for the storms already this year. Have you seen any lists? There's, I saw something where it talks about why we have names for storms and, and uh, you know, how they end up naming the storms. But uh, just to get back to that insurance uh, part, that, that's something really important to take a look at, especially if you are concerned about uh, a hurricane uh, doing damage to your home and the contents of the home. Uh, make sure that that would be covered, and if not, you know, speak with us. Um, and also, there's something called a wind hail deductible, and uh, that means that if there is a storm, that you have to pay a deductible uh, prior, to, and it's equal to a percentage of the damage. Hmm. Um, so that's a, that could be a very large amount, depending on what the amount of the, your deductible is set at. And that's a way that some insurers will say, well, we're able to save you money, and here's what your new premium is going to be, but uh, not telling you that you have a 5% wind hail deductible. So the important thing is, one, have coverage, and two, if you think you have coverage already, have your coverage reviewed. It would make more sense to look at that ahead of time than when it's too late. Here's a list of some of the, uh, not some of them, the actual list of the 2018 Atlantic hurricane season names, and there's one new name on it. Alberto, Beryl, Chris, Debbie, Ernesto, Florence, that's my wife, Gordon, Helene, Isaac, Joyce, Kirk, Leslie, Michael, Nadine, Oscar, Patty, Raphael, Sarah, Tony, Tony's a popular name, Valerie, and William. I think they should name them all after British royalty throughout the years. Just, Why? I don't know, just for the heck of it, just to be funny. Hmm. Well... So if your name is on that list, folks, sorry. <laughs> um, well, why do we name hurricanes, I wonder, in the first place? you know. And by the way, we're not hoping that we're going to have a hurricane. We're hoping that we don't have a hurricane. But uh, you need to protect yourself. This checklist that we've mentioned is probably about 15 pages long. So give us your name and address on a telephone call, and we'll be happy to send it to you, 508-998-8858. So somebody named Morris West once said, if you spend your whole life waiting for the storm, you'll never enjoy the sunshine. Oh, that's deep. Isn't that deep? <laughs> <laughs> it's also circular. Well, here's a little factoid that you probably didn't know about hurricanes. Hurricanes have killed more people worldwide in the last 50 years than any other natural cataclysm. Hmm. I wouldn't have thought that. I wouldn't have either. I would have thought, you know... Tornadoes, or because tornadoes are much more frequent than hurricanes or tsunamis, which are seem to be much more devastating. No, but um, preparation is always important. Uh, I know that in Lance Family Agency, you also have a little brochure that you're happy to mail to somebody. We do. We have a little trifold brochure which uh, details information about myself and about our office manager, Germana. Uh, Germana is wonderful. She's she loves to help people, and again, she's fluent in Portuguese. Uh, we can mail that out to you as well. Well, I, I have to say that I do like the picture of Germana, and actually I do like the picture of you, Pete, because do you know why I like this picture? Because I don't have any facial hair. That's right. Yeah. No face hair in this picture. You're, you're actually quite handsome. I had forgotten that. No, you're, you're, you're handsome anyway, Pete. What people can't see right now is I'm strangling him. Um, but you also have a picture of your two mascots. Why are they wearing are those bunny ears? 
I'm not sure why they have those on in, in that particular picture. But Actually, they're reindeer ears. Or yes, it's a Christmas photo. Luna and Willow are always at our office. If you are an animal lover, you will love seeing them. And if you're not, then they won't come down that end. So you're happy to send out uh, Germana a little uh, brochure as well if somebody wants to know more about you. And what's your telephone number on this little brochure? 774-992-0789. And I will tell you also that uh, this hurricane preparedness checklist, uh, it goes into detail about what to do with your pets as well. I mean, we said at the very first part of the show that pets are part of your family. I know your cats are part of yours. My cats and dogs are part of mine. Um, and it, it talks about what to do with them. And if any of them, including my dog, has anti-seizure medication, uh, to make sure that you have a stockpile of uh, you know, uh, the medication that your pet needs for at least a week, just in case you can't get a hold of it. You know what I read just recently when I was looking at some material for the show? In New Orleans, when they evacuated a lot of people and they had shelters, they were not allowed to bring their animals into the shelters. Yeah, that's awful. So what happened to those animals? Well, we, um, we actually adopted... Um, after our, um, the major flooding that happened years ago in the Houston area, we adopted uh, three cats that came out of that, um, that disaster. Actually, I have a quotation here about this from a lady named Ingrid Newkirk. Animals aren't any better equipped to survive an emergency than humans are. Few people miss the fact that after Hurricane Katrina, people died because buses and emergency shelters wouldn't allow their animals. So they didn't go to the shelters. They stayed at home because they wanted to take care of the animals. So you need to make a checklist or on your checklist, you need to think about, okay, what do we do with the animals if we have a problem? So it's more than just people that we're concerned about, obviously. Um, do you remember the name Mae West, Peter? Yes. She was a, a famous, uh, well-endowed lady in, I guess, around the 40s and the 50s, probably. She had a nice quotation about uh, rainy days. Save a boyfriend for a rainy day and another in case it doesn't. Very nice. You like that one? <laughs> I know almost all the people that you mentioned, even if they are well before my time, but it's funny that you don't know the people that are you know, in modern pop culture over the past 20 or 30 years. Well, we just had a quote recently where you talked about the fact that my father had a certain clothing style at a certain age, and he still wears the same clothing today. And hasn't changed his style, so maybe it has something to do with that. My mind is expanding, however. My you had is... a quote before the, before the show where you were thinking about using from a Bob Saget or something, and it's Bob Saget and Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> well, I've always called him Fiennes. I never know how to pronounce his name. How about David Letterman? Do you know how to pronounce David Letterman's name? I think you did it. Nice okay. job. Well, he talked about the weather once. He said, it's so cold in New York City that flashers are just describing themselves. Very nice, again. <laughs> the quotes he, get better he, as we get near takes, the end of the show. He takes great pride in this, believe it or not, people at home. He really does. <laughs> well, I think it's fun. I like the quotations. So where do you think the safest place to live in the country is without hurricanes, tornadoes, earthquakes? You know, that's a really good question. Certainly not Florida. Certainly not the west coast of California because they're going to get hit with a significant earthquake at some point. Wyoming? Probably in the in the Midwest, yeah, someplace. Unless the super... No, the Midwest gets uh, nasty weather, too. They get really bad blizzards. Yeah. There's also that super um, volcano that's going to hit sometime in the next, you know, thousand years, they're saying. 
at uh, what is that Yellowstone? Yeah, I'm Yellowstone Park. <laughs> that's right next to Wyoming. So, <laughs> but that'll take out the whole country if that occurs. So by then we'll have moon landings. I well, do want to tell people. Have our space force. Yeah, the other thing that we need to do to prepare, besides having insurance and having your policies reviewed, and giving Lance Family Insurance Agency a call at. Seven seven four nine nine two zero seven eight nine. Take some time to check out your estate plan. You know, most people tend to put that off, and uh, Lance Law Inc. is happy to meet with you to make sure that you have everything listed. Your beneficiaries are probably designated on your life insurance policies. You should have a will. You should have a living trust if your assets warrant it. Um, you should have a durable power of attorney, health care proxy, HIPAA forms, which allow doctors and so forth to, or individuals to access your medical records. Bottom line is it's important to plan, and it's important to make sure that your family is protected, and that's our goal. We want to protect your family, and we want to protect your money. Now, this section about hurricanes really was the last part of our best money moves, and um, to close it out, and this, is again, is like the eighth show in the series, so if you'd like copies of it, please give our office a call, and we'll make sure that you get a copy of each show. Um, but to close it out, uh, the best money moves when you are starting out is to open an IRA or a Roth IRA, contribute to your 401k plan as much as you can, at least as much as your employer will match, uh, also consider contributing to a Roth 401k if one is available. Carefully track all of your spending and bills. Avoid excessive credit and debt, and you will go on to just married. Yep, and I want to give a quick little tax tip because I like to close with a tax tip. Uh, it's been fairly well known in the past that if you have a lot of student loans and you file bankruptcy, generally they have not been dischargeable. Uh, recently, and I mean just in the last 30 days, um, there was actually a tax court decision that again denied the ability to discharge a student loan. But there's also been a fairly recent case that has allowed student loan debt to be discharged. So don't make the assumption that it's not necessarily dischargeable. This is definitely an evolving area, and if you happen to be in that situation, make sure that you're exploring that. The last thought I'd like to actually leave today, Pete, is... Um, Asking the, our listening audience, what's important to you? Uh, is it important to protect your family? If it is, you need to do something. Don't just sit and say, well, this is an interesting show. Take some action. Do something. And That can be as quick as just calling us so we can get you some of this information in your hands. Uh, I was going to read the Best Money Moves checklist. Uh, we don't have time for that, but that's what I started. We do have that in hand. We'll get that to you at each stage of your life, what Best Money Moves we have uh, planned out for you. Right. So I'd like to say thank you to Germana for being with us this morning. Thank you for having me. And uh, thank you, Peter. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm Ray Lance. I'm Pete Lance. And have a great day.